Welcome to the Leadership Matters Podcast, where we talk matters of leadership because leadership really does matter. Here's your host, Jeremy Albrecht. Welcome to episode 27 of the Leadership Matters Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and I've entitled this particular episode, You Were Made for This. And I really specifically want to want to challenge, want to encourage um, and help leaders today. We are all in this current pandemic with the time of this recording. We've almost uh, come up to a month into this current pandemic now, COVID-19. Everyone's very familiar with it. It has drastically changed our everyday lives and uh, our sense of normalcy, I guess you could say in many respects. And so um, I wanted to, uh, to bring this particular podcast and really just talk to leaders who are out there and, and are currently leading, navigating, finding their way um, through this current pandemic. First of all, I wanted to just check in with you and just see how you're doing. Um, many of you, especially those in church world, in, uh, in faith spaces, you have currently just um, come through Easter weekend, and you've done it so well. I've been so impressed by all the creativity. I mean, just incredible. So many of you as leaders and how you've faced the obstacles and you've come up with creative ways um, to continue doing what you feel called to do. And it's just been awesome to to watch and be a part of in, in many different ways as well, myself in, in, as a leader too, and helping equip leaders out there do what you're called to do. And so uh, one thing that's super evident from this current crisis, um, you can call it whatever you want. I I hate even using the word crisis all the time because there's so many negative connotations to do with that. And obviously there's all kinds of negative things that are happening as a result of this current pandemic. And so I get that. However, crisis is, is definitely one thing I'm seeing and learning is that crisis is a catalyst for creativity. I mean, once again, just the creativity that so many of you possess as leaders and you're now um, crisis as a way of accelerating the need and the expediency of, of using that creativity for, for good things and for God things. And so it's been awesome to watch that, just the creativity rise up because you've been forced to. I've said it before, desperation is a catalyst for change. And many leaders out there right now are just, you, you've, you've almost gotten to that desperation mode where we've got to do something different here. Otherwise, we're going to lose the people that we're trying to lead. And so we're forced to be creative right now. And sometimes uh, that can actually be really good for us. The other side of the equation, though, that uh, we maybe haven't thought a whole lot about as leaders is that as much as crisis is a catalyst for creativity, it's also a conduit for leader catastrophe. And I, I can just imagine so many leaders out there right now who are beginning to feel this. I mean, early on, my guess is that in the beginning, many of you were running on adrenaline. Your cortisone levels skyrocketed in the beginning, probably affecting your sleep in various ways and maybe a lack of it and other things. But now many of us are, are starting to feel just the lows, the super lows. We're, we're almost hitting those crashes um, because the adrenaline kicked in so quickly, we, we didn't necessarily feel all the losses and, and, and maybe even grieve them properly because that's what we need to do with losses. Anytime we experience loss, we need to grieve it and process it. And many of you probably didn't even get the time as leaders to, to do that well um, because you're kind of thrown into this and this all kind of happened overnight. And regardless of where you find yourself today, one thing I can 
I think we can all agree on is, is that this crisis has put all kinds of incredible pressures, stresses, and strains on you as leaders. You've been forced to make uh, all types of decisions over the past number of weeks in real time. And as leaders, we know we don't always know or have knowledge of all the facts when we have to go and make these really important decisions. Some of them just with so many significant implications to them, you know, laying off staff and and having to deal with that and financial stresses and pressures that have been put upon you by what we're currently facing in today's world. And even as leaders, I was thinking about this the other day, as leaders, one of the toughest things, especially when we face things like this COVID-19 crisis, is that we're often wanted, there's this pressure to bring a certain measure of certainty in the midst of so much uncertainty. And we feel that as leaders, like people are looking to us as leaders to be strong and solid and be that rock, you know, in the midst of so much uncertainty. And that that's just a whole nother level of pressure that is put upon us as leaders, especially in the midst of having our own fears, our own concerns, our own questions. Where do we go when we're not even sure what tomorrow is going to bring? Who do we turn to? And as a result, all of this can kind of leave us feeling a little bit inadequate, a little bit underqualified, and even at times very paralyzed as leaders. And these, these lows that I just spoke about a moment ago, these can have significant effects on our feelings, on our emotions. They can, they can leave us feeling like we should quit uh, or, or that we're inadequate to lead, incapable, and, uh, and like I said, even, even feeling paralyzed. And, and so I wanted to give you just a little brief, this is going to be shorter than usual, and, and we're going to set out to do that over the next little while probably is accelerate kind of some of our podcasts. We've still got our regular rhythm of doing some interviews and some longer stuff. But every once in a while, I just thought it'd be good to, to jump on here and just give a little word of encouragement, a little thought, a little idea to, to leaders out there who are leading right now. So here's the truth for you as a leader today. And it's the way I started. It's that you were made for this. I know you probably don't feel that way right now. And I'm not just talking about a feeling. Seriously, I, I really believe before the beginning of mankind that God saw this moment in time. He saw this current crisis, this pandemic, whatever you want to call it, that we find ourselves in the middle of, and he chose you. That's right. He chose you to be leading for such a time as this. He, he knew the, the year that you would be born, and, and he saw, he fast-forwarded that to, to what we're in the midst of right now, and he said, I want that person in that leadership context, in that position, leading for such a time as this. You were chosen. You were made. You were designed for this. Jeremiah 1.5 actually says this, before he formed you in your mother's womb, he, he knew you. Before he even formed you, begin crafting who you are and your makeup, your DNA. He, he already knew you and he set you apart and he called you. And, and that word called is just, that just keeps coming back to my mind and my thoughts recently as I've been meditating on this idea from Jeremiah 1.5 that, that you were called to this, that God called you leader. He called you not to just react. He called you not to just sit and wait for this to all be over so we can go back to life as we once knew it. He called you to lead. And so that's really what I want to encourage you with today. I want to challenge you to lead because God chose you to lead. And so I really want to encourage you to just stop, take a deep breath right now, 
And, and seriously, as you're listening to this, maybe you're doing your home workout, maybe you're out for a walk right now, strolling through the neighborhood, listening to this, just getting a breather from your home because you've been working there and, and it's crazy chaotic at times with all the kids there and the pets and whatever you got going on in your home. You're out just by yourself right now or you're up early before anyone else in your house. I want you to just take a breath. Just seriously, I want you to think about your breathing. I want you inhale for six seconds. Take six seconds to actually inhale and then take six to exhale and, and, and actually slow down your breathing. Actually think about it and, and just take a deep breath. And as you do that, I want to, I want to, as you begin to slow down your breathing and, and just relax for a moment, I, I want two specific things I want to encourage you with. First of all, you need to keep leading yourself well. Again, some of you have not had the time to even think about what that looks like right now because you've been thrown into this overnight and you've just had to roll with the punches and, and deal with every moving part. And, and, and this has been constantly evolving. Every day there's something new or we hear of a, a new news update or, or, or something that affects the way that we're going to lead today and even tomorrow. And so in the midst of all that, I want you to begin now taking some time to think about how you're leading yourself. You need to take care of you. Things like exercise, sleep, diet are so important right now. And sometimes they're the first things we let go of in the midst of crisis because we've got to lead through this. And so we've got to buckle down and we've got to do what needs to be done. And so we let go of some of these important things that, that keep us healthy, that keep us strong, that keep us sharp. And I'm not just talking physically, but even mentally. It's so important that you take care of you even mentally. And maybe you're not even sure how you're doing mentally and you're looking for more assessment or ways to assess how you're currently doing. I encourage you. Um, we've, got a, we've got a website, eod.paoc.org, the organization I'm, I, I work for and serve. We've got a resource tab there for COVID-19 specifically, and you can, you can scroll down that, that resource page. You'll find under encouragement, you'll find a, a, a leader care network. It's called Shalem Clergy Care, and you can go there. You can visit there. Click on their tab. They've got some resources specifically designed, an entire page just for mental health stuff specifically to do with COVID-19. And so if you're just struggling right now mentally, in your mental health, I encourage you to visit that page, click on that resource. There's some free online quizzes and tests you can take to even assess how you're doing. Maybe you don't even know. How do I know how I'm doing? I think I'm doing all right, but it'd just be great to have some metrics to actually measure that a little better as to how I'm doing. There's some stuff there for you, and I encourage you to visit that. So lead yourself well, and there's many uh, there's many aspects to that that we could drill down on, but for the sake of time, I want to keep these shorter. And, and so, uh, so I'm just going to leave it at that for now. Secondly, though, after leading yourself well, I, I want to encourage you to lead like God called you to lead. And I uh, specifically emphasize the word you because God has called you to lead, leader. And so I know there's so many obstacles you're faced with daily. And as leaders, you need to discern which of these are problems to solve and which of these are tensions to be managed? Because there's a big difference between that and between those two extremes. And that's one of our jobs as leaders is to be discerning all the time in real time what's a problem to be solved and what's a tension to be managed. And there's a big difference because sometimes we can solve problems and it's like a to-do list and we can check it off and kind of put that file away. And then there's other times when, when the things are a little more complex 
and the issues at hand are a lot more just have so many ramifications and it's not like we close up the file and it's done it's complete it's finished it's this ongoing file that's constantly opened and reopened and it's more of a tension to be managed and how do we manage this tension because it's never fully going to go away and so as a leader you you've got to you've got to manage those you've got to discern between the two which are problems to be solved and which are tensions to be managed now, on the flip side of obstacles and challenges, there's also so many opportunities right now. And we're seeing those. I'm hearing so many cool stories of just, of just really cool opportunities that leaders are able to step into right now in this season that uh, we didn't have before this whole COVID-19 thing kind of arose. And so you've got to discern which of these opportunities has God called you to be involved with. And because not everything and anything are, are things that you should be involved with. Just because there's a good opportunity doesn't mean it's a God opportunity for you. And I believe so strongly that um, this is where often comparison and, and leadership fatigue can set in is because we start looking around. And right now in the midst of this current crisis, I mean, everything in terms of church world, church space, even outside of that, we've all been forced to move everything online. And so every type of way, every, everything that we've offered in the past is now gone online. It's gone digital. And that could be great, and it is great. But the other side of that is that it's so much easier now to compare to what everyone else is doing around us. They don't even have to be in our same community anymore. Because everything's gone online and gone digital, we can check it out in a matter of one click. We can be seeing what leaders are doing around the world. And what this could do is often it, it can discourage us as leaders because we look at other people and maybe they have way more resources. Uh, they have way more accessibility to, uh, to all sorts of tools and, and equipment. And we look at what they're doing and we think, man, we, we need to be doing that. And it can leave us feeling very inadequate. Again, underqualified. It can leave us feeling just insecure about what we're currently offering. And this whole comparison thing becomes a major issue right now. And I've had so many conversations within the past couple weeks at leaders who are feeling it right now. Just the pressure to produce, the pressure to perform. And I just want to release you from that right now in this moment as you listen to this podcast, wherever you are. I just want to release you from that. Here's the truth about comparison. Comparison is not a comparison issue in and of itself. It's actually a vision one. And this is why it's so important for you as leaders to know specifically from God what's, what, what God has assigned for you to do. How has he assigned you to be leading in the midst of this? Not what's he called every other leader around you to do, but what's he calling you? And this is the difference in my mind between an assignment and an opportunity. And we need to be constantly asking ourselves. It's one thing I'm learning in my own life and leadership, even, even pre-COVID-19. Um, I've been learning this in my life and in my leadership that, that I need to discern. The older I get, I'm starting to discern more and more all the, all the time between opportunities, because there's all kinds of them out there, and we could be saying yes to opportunity after opportunity. But the difference between those good opportunities and an assignment from God, my life is, I'm learning it's too short too valuable to the people closest to me that I'm not going to say yes to everything that comes my way. I only want to say yes. The older I get, I'm learning through wisdom. I want to say yes only to the things that God has assigned specifically to my life. And so what are those things for you? 
And if you want more on this and just the whole comparison trap issue, um, I encourage you to go back to episode 24 of the Leadership Matters podcast and you can listen to the entire episode. It was dedicated to that whole thing, comparison, and what that really is all about and how comparison issues are really visionary issues. You really need to have a vision from God and then you won't be as tempted to be distracted as to what and comparing to what everyone else is doing around you. And so I encourage you with that today as we go online more and more all the time, uh, be very careful to the trap of comparing to what everyone else is doing. Here's here's the big ask. Here's, Here's what we need to be asking, not just through this, but even in the future and down the road. What does this now make possible for us as leaders to do that maybe we couldn't do before or maybe um, would take so much longer to do in the past that is has just been accelerated because of this current crisis? What does this now make possible? And, and here's something that I'm seeing leaders ask and, and the ones who I believe who are going to get lost in all of this in the days ahead, even when some of the social distancing and physical distancing things are lifted, I think some of the churches and the leaders in those churches that will be lost in the past are those who are still trying to figure out how they can continue doing what they're doing. Instead, I think the better question to be asking in the midst of all this and long term down the road is how will we do what we've been called slash assigned to do? And we just talked about what that looks like. How will we do what we've been called or assigned to do in a different world? Hey, let's face it, leaders. This is now a different world. Things have changed literally overnight. It is not the same world we knew a month ago. And so we need to now be asking this really impactful question, this important question, how will we do what we've been assigned to do in a different world? Not how will we do what every other leader is learning to do. That's the wrong question. But how will you do what you've been assigned to do in a different world? And we can't ignore this. I I believe there's so many takeaways from this current crisis that we're learning. I believe one of those major takeaways is is just that the online church and the digital uh, church is here to stay. Uh, Kerry Newhoff has said before, it's it's the new default. And so what he means by that is this, that no longer will you have churches that, that have an online presence, that are physical with an online presence. Um, post-pandemic, and even now we're learning that churches are going to be online, the ones anyway that are going to continue to grow and advance the kingdom, will be online with a physical presence. And they may have a, a physical presence where there is a group of people literally physically gathering once these... Uh, these pandemic constraints are lifted. Whenever that is, nobody seems to know. And, uh, but, but they're learning that that, that is going to be the new default. It'll no longer be churches that, that are present, that have an online presence, but that will completely flip and already has really. And so we just need to be aware of that as leaders and recognize that and be thinking long-term, how can we continue to lead forward with that in mind? Because uh, I do believe once these physical distancing restraints are lifted, whenever that is, um, I do believe there will be people that actually prefer the digital church, prefer to, uh, to be part of a community, be part of a church that is online rather than being there present. Now, you can, you can balk at that. You can get upset with that and say, well, that's not really whatever you can you can try and ignore it. But really, that's like Sears ignoring um, the effects of Amazon since Amazon came into play. We just can't do it. We have to be aware whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, that is our current reality, that everyone actually is online, especially right now. 
that's where everyone is. And so uh, I think we need to think about what our presence looks like online as well. For more on all of that, if you're looking to drill down on that more and even leading through crisis and what that looks like, how to lead, maybe you're feeling stuck, ill-equipped, um, underqualified, I want to direct you to a course that I just completed. Again, uh, not to name drop on this, but uh, Carrie Newhoff has developed a, a free course for leaders. It's how to lead through crisis, specifically designed for church leaders. Um, but I think business leaders would get something out of it as well if you're a business leader listening to this. Um, and you can find the link to this as well um, on our website, eod.paoc.org. And uh, under the resource tab there, you'll you'll scroll down under a, a different tab and you can find that resource right there uh, on our webpage. It's a, it's a free course. You can also search Kerry Newhoff and you can find it under his stuff. It's free and it's seven sessions. I've just completed the course actually uh, yesterday and so powerful. There's some really good stuff and he just, this is fresh. Like he developed this as COVID kind of took off and changed our world. He developed it in real time for leaders who he knew would need the help. And so we just appreciate him offering this as a free resource right now to leaders everywhere. So uh, make use of that. So uh, I want to just cap this off. And uh, you might be thinking, why is this so important? Um, one of the reasons, first of all, is because this world right now is looking for sound leadership. More than any time in history, uh, people in our communities, people in our churches, people in our own families are craving sound leadership. Um, they're, they're not craving perfection, not polish, not even production, not fake, not phony. The world is actually looking for leaders who are authentic, who are present, and who are full of faith. Um, not leaders who are denying the current realities, not leaders who are oblivious to them and acting like this actually isn't happening or they're above all this. That's not what I'm talking about. They're looking for leaders who are showing, hey, I'm in this with you. Guys, I'm, I'm taping this, recording this from my master bedroom closet right now because uh, it's the quietest spot in my house right now. And I've actually learned um, uh, online that it's actually one of the best places to record, acoustic-wise, a podcast. And so here I am tucked away in my master bedroom closet. I got my door locked so my kids can't come in here, so the dog can't come in here. And uh, that's real. That's just raw. That's life right now. And we're all kind of navigating our way through that. And so I believe really that's what leaders, that's what followers, that's what our people are actually looking for, though, that authenticity to show, hey, I'm in this with you. And uh, I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like, but I want you to know we're full of faith, um, hoping and expecting, you know, in, in the hope that we have anchored in our soul. And we know that's in Jesus Christ and uh, hope really is the anchor, Hebrews 6.19. And so uh, I wanted to encourage you with this today, that you were made for this moment in time, that uh, you have what it takes, you're going to make it. So take a deep breath, leader, and uh, lead yourself well again, even as you feel the, the emotional strains and pains of all of this, as it starts to catch up with you and the adrenaline starts to decrease, lead yourself well. And lead like God called you to lead. Not like he called your colleague to lead or your friend or the people you look up to around the world that are doing look like they're doing it so well right now. You need to lead like God called you to lead. And when you do this, you can lead so well and lead like you were made for it. So I hope that encourages you in some way, shape, or form. 
Remember, stay well, stay distanced, and keep leading because your leadership really does matter. Peace on your melon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Leadership Matters Podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, why don't you take a moment and subscribe on iTunes to ensure you never miss another episode. Until next time, remember your leadership matters.